Welcome to Politics Done Right. My name is Egberto Willis, your host. Good morning, Houston. Good morning, Harris County. Good morning, Texas. Good morning, the United States of America. And of course, good morning to the entire United States, or to the entire United States and the world. Folks, we are going to have a great program today. Of course, we are in today with El Señor Anil Aquino. But before we get to Neil, I want to say, take it over to Jack, the one genius in the control room today, managing just about everything. Good morning, Jack. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. We're getting a little short on geniuses, though. <laughs> well, I, I hear you, brother. I hear you. But, you know, uh, we're, we still have you to give us that word of the morning. Okay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, business loves a dictator. Big corporate business loves doing business with a dictator. Why? Because big business can pay for one man lavishly build his military and security forces up and he will oppress the people so big business can extract resources on the cheap it costs less to pay a dictator and military than it does to pay for a country's leader who represents and cares for the people with social programs like schools and health care see any resemblance to what's going on in america political system today Business is trying to install a dictator like Trump so they can so they can make government quit paying for social programs, ecological cost of doing business. The corporate fascists want to install a strongman dictator like Trump or Hitler. So he will suppress the Americans so big business can live on corporate welfare at the taxpayer's expense. If America installs an authoritarian strongman, that's will be the end of democracy. And to which I tell you, Jack, you nailed it in two or three paragraphs. You nailed it. And that is what we have to fight. We have to fight the misinformation because, you know, people have asked for a long time why is it that we support baby doc? Why is it that we support or supported baby doc? Why did we support Ferdinand Marcus? Why did we support uh, even for one time Manuel Antonio Noriega? Why did we support all these different dictators when we always talk about loving a democracy? How comes we overthrew uh, peop- uh, uh, Allende uh, at the expense of uh, Finochet? Why did we, I mean, if you look at all the, the people that we tend to support overseas, it's dictators. And for what reason? The reason is exactly the reason that you gave. Now, we always Profit. have a, right, we always have a curtain that we kind of give the semblance that we're fighting for democracy. But we, here at home, we want democracy just as long as the type of democracy that we have doesn't interfere with whom again, Jack? Who did you mention? Big again, Jack? corporate big. business. There you go. Big anyway, corporate business. You nailed it, brother. Today we are honored as well to have our activists, uh, Neil Aquino. Uh, Neil Aquino, welcome to Politics Done Right. Uh, today's Thursday. It's Neil Aquino is with us today. Talk to me, brother. 
Good morning. Good morning, Egberto, and uh, good good morning in the studio. And thank you to everyone for listening across uh, Houston, Harris County, and the Earth today. Well, look, uh, it's great having you. I, uh, we 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 have a little. Uh, I think the reason we cut out a bit earlier is because there may be a tad of a internet glitch, but that's okay. Today's subject is Univision fills centrist vacuum. Neil Aquino on Houston's election and more. And sad, but APAC targets the squad. And in the process of targeting the squad, they are willing to spend a hundred million dollars. I want you guys to digest that. The squad isn't anti-Semitic. The squad isn't anti-Israel. The squad isn't pro, uh, pro hurt any Jewish person at all. What the squad is saying is we want Netanyahu, we want Israel to have a ceasefire, protect life. Did a lot of Palestinians die? And I say I'm not going to go into the detail of the subject on politics done right on KPFT, but I will go in on the ancillary subjects that actually affects our body politic. And that is when you have an APAC that says, if you decide that you disagree with the policy we have, we will spend a hundred million dollars to take you out. Earlier, you heard Jack talk about democracy. If we allowed moneyed interest, the ability to take out six or seven or eight people they disagree with, think about what that does to our democracy. This must be exposed. But we have Gonzalo on the line before we get even started with the program. So Gonzalo, come on in, my brother. Yes, good morning, uh, Igberto. Good morning, Jack. Uh, how are you doing today? We're doing fine. By the way, Gonzalo, we also have a uh, Neil Aquino, activist Neil Aquino on the line as well. On the okay. program uh, as well. Yeah, I just, uh, I just want to talk about what Jack said about uh, 45. I'm not going to say the name. Uh, yes, sir. And I slightly disagree with uh, you uh, in the sense that I won't call him dictator uh, because he's not even close to a dictator. Uh, in his mindset, and I'm just going to refer to one fact. Uh, have have you have you watched uh, uh, his interview with uh, Univision? I saw just the outtakes. I didn't look at the full interview, but it was the outtakes that they took. As usually, they take uh, out. I mean, the... you, you don't need to you don't need to watch the entire thing because he didn't say any anything uh, of substance. But uh-huh. uh, basically, his prediction is what. Uh, make me think that he's not a dictator, he's just a clown. Because mm-hmm. if I think of these dictators, uh, Fidel Castro died uh, hating uh, the empire, at least he said that. Uh, Muhammad uh, Gaddafi uh, died hating the Jewish, uh, Saddam Hussein uh, died hating America, and so on and so forth. Hitler died hating the Jews, uh, or at least they say so. but. This clown, uh, 
at the beginning of his campaign back in 2016, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, he said that uh, all Mexicans are rapists. And right. he referred in his narrow-mindedness to all Hispanic people. Right. So now in 2023, because of polls and all the uh, data that they are trying to make the thing that he is winning, and now he changed his mind. Now we're all wonderful and beautiful <laughs> and uh, good people. Yes. So that's my my take on this. So he's not even close to a dictatorship. A dictatorship. Well, he's not a military man. He's uh, just powerful in his dumbness. Uh, and I I love the word that they call Donald uh, dumb because that's what he is. Uh, and uh, I don't think uh, he will be a good candidate. Well, and, he, uh, he, uh, uh, I, I hear you, Gonzalo, and um, uh, he doesn't. The thing about it is, a dictator doesn't really stand alone, right? Um, even Castro couldn't stand alone. I mean, you have to have a very strong backing of your of your your entourage as well as your military. And while uh, Donald Trump is just a clown. The people behind him is who uh, I think we fear. We just don't know who they all are. But it's not about Donald Trump is a mouthpiece that we can make fun of. But there's a sect in this country that that used Donald Trump in 2016, used Donald Trump in 2020 and understands now all the fractures that we have within our our designed constitution that they can use to. Because, again, the Constitution and, and folks that are listening, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but the Constitution, the way it was written, does allow for a particular level of top-down top down and, and a, a mild type of dictatorship. We can go into that some other time. But Gonzalo, I hear what you're saying. He's no Castro. He's no baby doc. I got you. I well, got you. But about... About what? Wait, I, I think do. Neil. Hold on, Neil wanted to. I think Neil seemed like he wanted to well, chime in. Come on in, Neil. Well, let me, let me just let me just say he he, he is saying. Excuse me, friend, Reverend Caller. He he um he is saying right out that I don't know he will use the the Insurrection Act, which he wanted to do during the George Floyd protest, and let himself get talked out of, and he uh, to quell domestic dispute to allow um, national guardsmen to to stop protest. He's talking about large open air encampments for migrants, rounding up millions of people, including people who have been here for a long time. So that might be some of the DACA people. That would be a significant extension of police powers. And to bring that home locally, we just had SB4 passed here in in, in Texas that would allow police anywhere to just uh, uh, stop people based on suspicion of being uh, um, 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 undocumented. And um, it's there, there's significant expansion powers and dictatorial type powers planned. Yeah. Gonzalo? Yes. Yeah, I hear you. And uh, I, I'm not saying that he is not uh, a, a dictator's uh, like He is. I mean, I disagree in the fact that he doesn't have uh, brains to be like <laughs> uh, those dictators that I mentioned. You I know, think you're he right. doesn't have substance in his head. That's what I want to no. say. 
Gonzalo, I can't disagree with that at all. I mean, uh, uh, he is more than uh, than Trump being the dictator. It's a Trump enterprise that's a dictator. And not only that, because, but you're absolutely right that he just doesn't have it upstairs. But look, I got a, a 13 minute piece. I got to play um, about uh, the Univision. Uh, so uh, let's talk tomorrow, Gonzalo. And thank you so kindly for your call. As usual, you always have something important. I, I, I don't, I, maybe he's good with numbers and maybe he's good at business. That side, uh, maybe he has proved something. I um, I think he he has some type of talent. But when Gonzalo, he talks, aside from the adjectives, uh, adjectives, he just say nonsense to me. I mean, but look again, this, that just shows you that there's a certain class in our country that financial intellect is not necessary if you if you were born into money right from a father and you know the history about his father but if you're born into money capital speaks in this country doesn't matter how dumb you are remember those with capital aren't the ones that create anything but we'll talk about that another time because it's not the subject of the show unless the people change it but thank you gonzalo you have a wonderful day my brother all right all right Okay. Um, anyway, Neil, before we get into the, the business, I want to play the Univision story because I want this to be on the top of people's heads right now. And we'll then cover the other subjects that we're here to cover. Fo folks, please, please listen to the entirety of this. I built this up last night because I wanted it in the context that I'm saying it. So let's go ahead and listen to that now, and then we'll move on to, with the further subject. Yes, we have been hyperventilating about polls. How Biden is down in the polls, which speaks not too well for Democrats. Of course, recently we had the big wins in Virginia and these other places. So Democrats, the, the message is mixed. Biden is not liked. Biden is making himself even less liked as he hugs on Netanyahu, as he continues to support Netanyahu and the massacre Netanyahu is effecting in Gaza. He continues to hang on to him. So his poll numbers between with, with the youth, uh, people of color continue to tank. All right. If that wasn't bad enough, I think the absolute worst message that has come out this week is this story about Univision. I want you to listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side because there's a lot of work that needs to be done on this. But more importantly, we have to learn with what's occurring at Univision right now. We have to learn the Fox News analogy and where we failed in allowing Fox News to take the minds of many. Check this out and then we'll take it on the other side. Before he was even elected president for asking a question. Okay, who's uh, next? Yeah, please. Excuse me, sit down. You weren't called. Sit down. Sit down. I have the right to ask the question. Go back to Univision. Sit down, please. And with those ideas, you weren't called. Trump looks over at his staff. A bodyguard walks over and ushers Ramos out of the news conference. The journalist Trump had his security kick out from that press conference was Jorge Ramos, one of the most prominent Latino journalists in the country. Now, Ramos has conducted extended interviews with George. George H.W. Bush, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, and Barack Obama. Jorge Ramos is a huge deal. But Donald Trump wanted nothing to do with him. 
Ramos repeatedly and publicly asked Trump to sit for an interview. And Trump not only declined, but he posted a photo online of a letter Ramos had sent him claiming that Ramos and his employer Univision were begging, begging him for an interview. Trump's relationship to Ramos and Univision stayed icy throughout his presidency. In 2020, the Trump campaign even put out this press release titled Univision is not a news network. It is a leftist propaganda machine and a mouthpiece of the Democrat Party. And that history is why it was so shocking last week when Univision had an hour-long interview with Donald Trump in which he was thrown softball questions like this one. Talking about polls, the New York Times, Siena poll came out this week. It has you with a solid lead in five of the six states that could decide the election, but it also has you with 42% of uh, Latino voters support. That's yeah. unprecedented for a Republican candidate. What do you think the, the, the message voters are sending with these numbers? Now, the only thing weirder than asking, why are you doing so well with Latino voters, is probably Trump's response to that question. Well, the Latino vote is so incredible because because they're unbelievable people. They have uh, incredible skills, incredible energy, and they're very entrepreneurial. All you have to do is look at the owners of Univision. Um, They're unbelievable entrepreneurial people, and they like me. Trump's praise of Univision and its owners was strange. But as more reporting has come out about this interview, things have gotten even stranger. Last week, Semaphore reported that three top executives at Univision and its new parent company, Televisa, were in the room during that interview with Trump. Now, that is not entirely crazy on its own. Sometimes executives just show up when high-profile interviews are happening. But this week, the Washington Post reports that that wasn't the only strange thing about that interview with Trump. According to the Post, Univision canceled a booking with President Biden's Hispanic media director, Maca Cascado, who is scheduled to respond to the Trump interview after it aired. And maybe most significantly of all, Univision canceled ads that had already been purchased by the Biden campaign and scheduled to run during the Trump interview. Univision told The Washington Post that its decision not to run those Biden ads came from an unannounced policy about opposition advertising in single candidate interviews and that there would be no Trump advertising allowed if President Biden gave Univision an interview. So far, there is no planned interview with President Biden. And all week, we have been getting alarming stories alleging that Univision has been making editorial and business decisions that seem to directly benefit Donald Trump. And then tonight, just a few hours ago, one of the network's most prominent anchors, Leon Krause, announced that he has left the network. Now, we should say that Krause has not yet announced why he has left Univision. But the timing here, just a day after the Post's reporting about Univision shifting its approach to Donald Trump, that timing raises some questions. Because beyond the ethics questions on the table here, Univision's audience matters a lot politically. Last year, Univision had the seventh biggest network audience in all of TV. It is the most watched Spanish language network in the United States. Univision is the channel of choice for a key demographic in this country and one that seems increasingly up for grabs in the next election. If its executives really are shifting the network's approach to covering Trump, asking softball questions and not pushing back on Trump's law, that could have a real impact on the 2024 election. Now, this is important. Yes, Univision is probably edging its bets. Yes, Univision is probably one of those right-wing uh, Latino-type ownership. I don't know that for a fact, but the mere fact that you give Donald Trump an hour, the mere fact that you prevent advertising from the other side during the Donald Trump uh, D- Donald Trump interview, it says something. It means that 
you are on board somehow. You're edging your bets in case he wins. I don't, I don't know, but I, I, I more think it has to do with new ownership. But that said, here is the thing. We lost, progressive lost, Democrats lost many a people to Fox News. And why is that? That is because Democrats of the past and still the centrist Democrats of the present, they like to triangulate progressives. They triangulate the progressive values because they themselves aren't true progressives. And what does that mean? That means that they don't go all in with the middle class. They don't go all in with the poor. And in doing so, they've created a vacuum. And who filled that vacuum? Fox News. But Fox News filled that vacuum under the tutelage of the right-wing engine, the, the heritage foundations, the, uh, the right-wing think tanks, the conservatives. But they had to add some more to the sauce because remember, they're not progressives. They're not there to give their constituency, the constituency that they're going to depend on to win. They're not going to give them Anything of value, no, no tax breaks uh, specific for you, no, uh, no policies that takes care of your, that helps you take care of your kids, no policies that ensure that you have a living wage, no policies that make sure that you or just have a better life, a better income, uh, whether that be uh, uh, based, based, a base salary or whatever, winning a living wage. They, they don't have that for you. So the secret sauce Fox News added to keep the people that it wants to keep, the ones that it has the ability to control their minds, is hate. So they preach the hate. But here it's with Univision. Univision was your standard Latino station, Spanish station that concentrated on telenovelas and what we used to call these type of uh, shows like uh, uh, these variety like shows, you know, typical Latino type television programming. But now they've joined the fold. Fox News have created the model. If you have a population that you think you can get a large sect of them, that's what you do. And that's what Univision may be doing right now. But let's take it a bit further because it's not just Univision. Remember, I said that Fox News filled a vacuum that a triangulating centrist Democratic Party allowed it to create by not being having the reinforcements to deprogram or to, to prevent inoculate a group of Americans from being programmed by Fox News. Well, you know, the same thing is happening in the Latino community. They are looking at the Latino community. And by the way, I partake these different communities because I'm a part of the Caribbean community. I'm a part of the Latino community. I'm a part of the black community. So I share that in, 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 in that interface with them all and can see how it, it, the operation is going. If you get onto TikTok right now, if you get onto TikTok and you look at a few Spanish videos, watch the messaging that come to you in Spanish. There are a lot of paid 
uh, paid influencers now that are pushing Trump's message. I don't see too many paid Spanish influencers, Latino influencers pushing a, a progressive message. But there are a lot of them on TikToks. Once you listen to some Spanish little telenovelas that they have on TikTok, you know, short uh, two episode, uh, five minute a piece episode type telenovelas that are always very interesting, actually like them. But you take a look at them, you watch a few of them and your, your, your TikTok, the algorithm starts to throw you Spanish politics and Sp- I mean, Latino type poli- uh, politics, etc. And I tell you what. I've even participated in some of the lives from some of these influencers that jump into my feed. So again, what the what the Trump folks, the the conservative folks, the right wing folks, the fascist folks are doing is they already have the Internet seeded from TikTok to Instagram to Facebook. All those ads are there in Spanish. But you see. Most people, most progressives aren't seeing that, right? Because they're seeing just that good English stuff. And it's just a fight between the Fox News kind of advertising and the ones that maybe a few of the centrists put out and the progressives. Folks, we're not doing our jobs. The Latino community is going to look just like the Fox News community if this message isn't heated. I've been singing this song for over 10 years now, how the Democratic Party with its elitist people, with the elite, when I say elitist people, I mean elitist consultants, don't know how to talk to these different identities that comprise that big melting pot that is the Democratic Party. And sad that because it is the the centrists that controls the party, they have no clue, none whatsoever, in how to deal with the different demographics who yearn the progressive values. They've lost a, a, a large percentage of the Fox News voters. I mean, we're still trying to reach them. We're going to keep trying to reach them. But we would never have had to work this far. If we had inoculated those brains away from the evil, that is the right. Folks, we have the Fox News, folks. The Latinos are next to be turned into the Fox News type voter. Mark my word. We better heed that warning. Mitigate it now. Absolutely. Something that better be mitigated sooner than later. Your thoughts, uh, Neil, before we go. By the way, phone call 713-526-5738. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, my dear listeners. 713-526-5738. Latinos que me pueden llamar también. Quiero oír lo que estás escuchando en la radio, lo que estás escuchando en la TV, lo que estás escuchando en TikTok. Uh, Instagram y todo lo demás. Llámame 713-526-5738, 713-526-5738. Call me at 713-526-5738. I want to hear my brother activist here, Neil Aquino. Your thoughts, sir? Great, great segment. And it, it, it gets to um, uh, taking out local, the Texas Democratic Party, uh, the Harris Democrat, Harris Democratic Party have had years to do a Spanish language uh, messaging, to not take voters for granted, to not be content with low turnout, 
in uh, our urban and uh, down in the valley uh, uh, communities. That effort has been there uh, forever. And uh, the, uh, the, the ability to do that effort has been there forever. They haven't availed themselves of it. Uh, even, and we know that these issues of Latino vote go back to George W. Bush, who was making inroads as governor. And so in addition to the, uh, to the media missing misses that we've had that you've referenced, there, there's the party structure as well that hasn't done that. That impacts us right here in, in Harris County. Yeah, it, it really does. You know, when I saw the report, Neil, on uh, I first saw it, uh, you know, it, it's interesting because uh, on my three o'clock show, uh, one of my callers or, or, or rather the, the, the chatters said, Egberto, did you hear about Univision and, and the, the Trump interview? And I hadn't heard about it. So I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. And as soon as he was telling me that there was this uh, sort of breaking news on the screen where it says Univision stopped, uh, stopped Biden's ads during the Trump interview. And I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, one of my callers was just talking about what was going on at Univision. So I went ahead and did a little bit of research on Univision. Then this piece played, you know, they played it all day. This piece played by um, uh, the, the young woman uh, that, I, that I just had on uh, from MSNBC, and which I started to say, this is something that we've been talking about for a long time. You know, you listen to a lot of um, uh, Democrats talk right now, and they talk as if they own uh, the Latino vote. They own the black vote. You know, we just demographics is going to be the answer. And when you think dem whenever you start to believe demographics is your answer, what you also do is you maintain the good old boy network. What you also do is you don't work to earn that vote. And you create not, that not vacuum. I, Go ahead. Not, not worked right, right. And but and, and and what's so frustrating is that they don't even care about the turnout. It, it's it's the, the, this expectation that the vote is owned. But safe legislative districts in Harris County and in cities across the country, state, the state level, the turnout is consistently lousy. And these these representatives who are in these seats forever and ever and ever don't do anything to generate that turnout. So it's not even that they, in addition to just expecting that the votes are there, at the same time, they don't really want too many of those votes because they're afraid of a primary challenger or being challenged. And, and then when we need these votes for statewide candidates, with Beto losing by only 3% to Ted Cruz, imagine if there had been consistent turnout from all these safe districts. And they sit there for years and years and, and don't care. That is so very true. And again, that is I think that is a part of the the think the thought process where you think you own the vote. Uh, you know, you're right. gonna you're gonna get the vote. What's the point? And this is where they only think they only think about themselves as opposed to in general what folks need to think about. It it it, it is a is a sad case. But anyway, you Neil, you came on to speak about a, a particular issue with regards to uh, the school board. But before we go, folks, you can Always bring up this issue if you give us a call at 713-526-5738, extension number two to speak on air. Llámanos 713-526-5738, extension número dos para hablar inmediatamente en el aire, 713-526-5738. Go along, my brother. Great. So I'm um, Neil Aquino with the Houston Democracy Project. The Houston Democracy Project, you can Google it. It'll come up. I've got a daily blog. I'm working hard to make a, a protection of democracy. 
democracy and expansion of democracy, a big issue in Harris County. Uh, politics in 2024 is at com, N-E-I-L-A-Q-I-N-O.com, and the Houston Democracy Project. So please give it a look. And we'll just talk briefly about, just so we don't forget, the HISD takeover, where uh, we've lost our elected school board in what was just 60 years ago at Jim Crow City. And I watched the uh, board meeting uh, last week. I watched it on the HISD TV. 74 speakers came. Uh, and that is excellent news. Uh, so there remains. Uh, oh, oh, we kind of lost Neil for a while. Neil was about to tell us. I think he's going to come back. He may be having a little bit of Internet uh, problems right now. But anyway, folks, give us a call. 713-526-5738. Again, that number is 713-526-5738. As soon as Neil. Oh, he's back. He's back. Yeah, Neil, you, you, you drop out every so often, which tells me there's maybe a little internet. Yes. Um, Go ahead. They're trying to cut the satellite link, but we're back. Yes. And uh, we're back. And so community values, uh, voices of public education. But I just wanted to comment. Um, there was a moment during the school board, and this is on the Houston Democracy Project uh, uh, blog. There was a moment during the school board meeting where a woman named Maria Benzon was testifying. She ran against Sue Digart and lost. Sue Digart is an HISD board member. The board members are still board members, actually, but they have no power. And But she ran in 2021, lost, accepted the result, and she spoke for just one minute. This is a citizen activist, lost the race, respected the result, spoke for her one minute about Mike Miles and the board. And she was on Zoom at the same time as uh, it's a good visual on the blog with Jeanette Garza Lindner, who also lost her school board race to Elizabeth Santos, but then applied to be, and this is a Democrat, someone who said they were a Democrat, applied to be on the board of managers, was accepted, and is now on the board of managers, not respecting the results of the democracy. So these two women were just uh, a partner next to each other because they were both on Zoom. And I was just struck by the role of individual um, decision-making that we make. So we, we talk about the big forces and, and that, that that's real. There's, there's the oligarchs, there's the big media companies, but here at this local level, there are individual citizens and all of us are making decisions about how we're handling this authoritarian moment, what we're gonna do. Are we gonna uh, fight independently like Maria Benzon? Uh, I'll take that one minute uh, uh, go to the meeting, stick it out, or are we going to be like Jeanette Garza Linder, who, who I've referenced before, because the act of losing a school board race and then accepting from Governor Abbott an authoritarian to be on the board of managers is such an egregious thing. It's such an egregious thing. And I want to just continue to highlight it. That board of managers is, I believe the next school board meeting is December 5th. You can sign up to speak the day before community voices for public education always said the links on their website and i would encourage people to to not forget that issue to continue to advocate for it and it's a huge issue of democracy i think uh, i think that's a very important issue you cut out there again for a while neil we have a caller emmanuel come on in emmanuel how are you doing today my brother hey good hey, good morning hermano how are you i'm doing fine hermano talk to me Okay, look, the verdad, la realidad, uh -huh. is that the Republicans are much more aggressive. Yes. Republicans 
do things that is outrageous. They got more commoditizing Macone. Right. Democrats. I got a bigger raise in the military under George Bush. Yo serví 23 años, 23 years. Mm-hmm. The biggest raise came under Republicans. And that's the reason why the Republicans are seen to be more ahead. They win certain areas that they need to win because they're much more aggressive. That, 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 the truth was to be told, when the election came between George Bush and Al Gore, I thought Al Gore was a win. I voted for George Bush. You're so a Democrat, and I'm a Democrat. Because I know that George Bush had more, he could get things done the way. I mean, you know what I'm saying? No, let me, let me, let me just say, Emmanuel, I, believe it or not, I truly, truly understand where you're coming from. I mean, everybody at some point look at their personal economy. So I see entiendo eso, understand that. But, but here's the issue. And, you know, there were times, there were times in our history where folks could make a personal decision and where it's, you know, look, voting for a, a George Bush, when you look at all the things in context, we have to remember his daddy was the, tu eres de Panama, you're from Panama, so you understand, you're going to understand what I'm saying here. When his dad, Bush number one, killed thousands of Panamanians to just get Noriega, that alone was for me. Well, it was you, you voted for his son. Not uh, you know that for me was an issue, right? But let's let's go to the now. What you're talking about when you say the 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 uh, Republicans have more cojones, they have more brawl. Let me give an example. You said, listen to what you said. You said you got bigger raises on the Republicans in these for these people who generally vote Republicans. You were military. You got bigger raises. Republicans would kind of give the impression that they're supporting these people to get their vote. And they will. And, and which Democrat is going to go against a highest possible raise for uh, the military? They won't. But Republicans do not return the favor in kind. In other words, now Democrats get into power and they want to raise or, or, or get things that cause an influence. The Republicans say, no, you're going to bust the budget. No, we can't afford it. It's two different value sets. And one set of values allow you to be more coy than the other. And that is why, listening to even what you just said, hermano, why I've been preaching that the Democrats have to get exactly what you called it again, los cojones, because it's a different paradigm, especially now. Sir, go ahead. And, 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 and I understand and I agree with you too, hermano. And I'm going to leave this with you. La Carrera aquí en Houston, the race yes. here in Houston, it's been, it's been set up several years by the yes. Republicans in the state. Y por eso que la señora, the lady, mm-hmm. Sheila, can win. Right. Because they've been, they've been setting up things for several years. I've heard of Whitmire, not now. At least five, six years. Yeah. I've heard of this guy. 
And mm-hmm. under the ground, this guy been working because I run into people advertising this guy. And I'm talking about three years ago. Mm-hmm. So they've been setting this up long time. And I have a, 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 you know, I look at things strategically. Right. I said to myself, but it's uh, internet, uh, you know, the, the, the Democrats here, they're not fighting. I mean, what's mm-hmm. up? What's going on here with these guys? They're mm-hmm. not fighting. And I don't know what it is, hermano, and I'll turn it over to you and I'll get off and I appreciate you, my, my, my hermano, you're doing a great job. Keep it up. But I turn it over to you. Let me know what you think of what I just said. Muchísimas gracias, hermano. You are actually uh, very correct. And Neil speaks to this a whole lot. When Neil, in fact, he spoke to it a little bit earlier when Neil said these current, even uh, in Sheila's district, why isn't why isn't more or wasn't more done to increase turnout? Come on, uh, talk to that, Neil, before we go to Derek. All right. So the 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 caller sharply observes it. Um, Whitmire has uh, set up uh, within the Latino community. They had laid the groundwork. The call I can't improve on the caller. Um, what the caller says, they had laid the groundwork for this, and they have really um, kept Sheila Jackson Lee um, off balance. Because in addition to the Republican support, many white Democrats um, voting for Whitmire, uh, re- regretfully, um, the Latino. He he really has put together a coalition, and you can see the work done in advance, and it's 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 paying off for him. Yeah, it's uh, it is absolutely paying off. Let's go to Derek. Come on in, Derek. Uh, as soon as uh, Jack is by himself, so he's playing a whole lot of this. He's like the the expert pianist getting everything done. But let's go to Derek when uh, Jack can push that button, and we'll uh, come on in, Derek. You're on. Hey, Alberto. You know how I, you I doing, sir? I'm fine. Just want to address something that the last that the caller before the last did said, bro. I can't believe that you have sold your soul to a dollar bill. That you said you may mention that under George Bush, you made more money under Bush. How much is that money worth today? You sold yourself. You're gonna sell your soul. You're, you're brilliant, brother, for worthless pieces of paper that has no sound value to it. Is that what's going to drive you in the election? Worthless paper? Derek. Over the lives of the people? Derek, uh, let, me, let, let me just say, oh, I, understand, I understand your frustration. I'm going to speak to my brother from, uh, by the way, he's originally from Panama, the same place that I'm from. And I I, I want to tell you, um, and this is where I say we have all have got to stay together. okay? and what I mean by that, I'm talking about all of us progressives have got to stay together. We can't allow things like a pass vote uh, because we at some point were all manipulated, including yours truly. I am no. I am no different than any other citizen that at one point wasn't informed as they should in the politics of America. All right. So what I try, you know, what I try to tell us all, all of us that are progressives, all of us that are aspiring progressives is if you, if you heard the caller, the caller is on the right team 
right now. Okay, so we don't. Uh, uh, so, so what I'm saying, brother Derek, is let's let's keep that landing path there for all people that are ready to get on to what's best for all of America right now. Let's hold our ire, our our hate, not hate. We don't hate. Let's hold our pressure. Right. For those we need to pressure, that's all I. That's all I have to say. I can understand your frustration. Um, look, I I have made votes before. That when I think about it now, it's like, oh my god, if I had known that then, I wouldn't have now. That's that's what I want to respond. That's how I want to respond to you, Derek. Yes, sir. And and I ask for Univision, uh, brother. That's the reason why I'm bringing that. that I brought it up in that manner is because mm-hmm. of what y'all was saying about Univision. Don't you know mm-hmm. that 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 on, in some in a lot of these uh, Spanish uh, stations they they got the they got the name, but you do have white management that's in there as well. Right, right. And, uh, and uh, well, I mean, yeah, I think, I isn't like that true with BET? Think about it. <laughs> think about it, Derek. <laughs> think about BET. Right. I mean, um, yeah, BET yeah. wasn't. You know, and I, I guess what I'm saying is. You know, and you use the word, these are white control. Hey, I really don't care if something is white control. I care if something is progressive control. And what, because I'm going to tell you something, Derek, and I think you're going to agree with me, right? I would take a Bernie Sanders running something over uh, over a, 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 a Clarence Thomas work run and something i think you would agree with me on that so i'm saying well, you know what uh, you're dealing with with univision now because you did say that yeah yes the, yes uh, sir probably there. <laughs> yes yeah. yes sir and, and, and but but here's the thing if the guy who sold if the guy who sold uh johnson the guy who sold bet to corporate america yeah. right he made over several right. billion dollars he came on That's national it. tv and he spoke against everything you and I believe in. He spoke, he spoke yeah. about policies that hurt black, Latino, and poor white people. Yeah. What I'm trying to promote with my program yeah. here, Brother Derek, is the following. The race issue is always a tool. It's always yeah. a tool. And we cannot concentrate on the tool. We have to concentrate on the we have to concentrate on the system itself, which needs that tool to survive. Hey, Derek, the phones are filling up. I want to just thank you for right. calling and thank you for staying engaged, brother. All right. Peace. Have a have a good one. Peace. Let's go to Augie. Augie, great supporter of this station. And I have to mention this over and over again because brothers, Augie supports this station above and beyond. And he's also a participant in what we do. Augie, talk to me. Well, uh, Manuel was wrong. George W. had no cajones. He was a draft dodger by joining the National Guard. And the unit he was in was called the Champagne Unit because the unit he was in, they were all the sons of prominent people and they avoided the draft. Uh, The National Guard, what we used to call them, the NG for National Guard, was the no-go outfit. And I talked to another guy in Southeast Asia mm-hmm. and uh, called the National Guard, the NG, Nixon's girlies. So, no, uh, George W. had no cajones. Hermano, uh, let me tell you what we mean by cojones, because in this case, uh, it's a, I think it's important that we get it. 
We're not talking about they have cojones for themselves that they're going to go out and fight and save anybody. We mean they have cojones politically that they don't care. what. Think about I call what Trump does cojones. Trump would go. Trump used to hate Latinos until Univision came along. And now he loves Latinos. Right. That's some cojones, man. Go ahead, Augis. Yeah. Well, uh, no, that's more like a crook. Cojones <laughs> 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 had nothing to do with it. Cojones was John Kerry. He was uh, captain of a swift boat. He's that's a man. Yes. And uh, under George W. and under Republicans, they've done more to hurt the military than the Democrats have. Under Ronald Reagan, he created a BARC, the yeah. Based Alignment Reassessment Committee, because mm-hmm. the Republicans were cowards by doing it themselves. And uh, they had this committee uh, reduce the military and shut down the bases. And uh, I had a, a Republican guy blame Bill Clinton for shutting down the military. He had nothing to do with it. It was uh, Ronald Reagan and the Republicans who created BARC, and they st- shut down military hospitals. And then they didn't. Uh, uh, the military didn't make that much money, so it had the BX where they could go shopping because it was more expensive to go to department stores off base. I remember we, that, the PX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They shut down the PX. They said, no, you had to be competitive with outside because right. those businessmen outside said, hey, it's unfair uh, competition that the military could only go. You know, Augie, stop right there. But before that, I want, Neil, uh, I, want, I want to address that. Think about this. You have serve. You have businessmen attack the military because in their commissary, the PX, their commissary, in order to subsidize right. military folks, is cheaper. What's your thoughts on that, um, uh, Eric? Oh, not Eric. Uh, uh, Neil. Right, right, right. I mean, that, that to me, uh, to tell me if my analogy is correct. That that rings a bell with you know the government tried to m- buy a drugs. Um, you know, for for um, at a lower rate, they wouldn't let the they wouldn't let the government buy drugs to to, to help folks out um, at a lower rate. This it's the same exact concept, Neil. You're frozen, but it's the same exact concept. Come on back in, Augie, until uh, Neil unfreezes. Go ahead. Yeah, and the Republicans would attack people that were on food stamps. Well, yes. if they went into commissary. I saw a young army guy with his wife and children. They had food stamps. Yeah. yeah they weren't getting enough pay. And they, and they qualified for food stamps. And here they are, uh, Republicans attacking people on food stamps. They insult people. Absolutely. Hey, Augie, I need, uh, the lines are filling up, so I need, to, uh, I need to move on. But thank you so kindly for calling in. And I have enough something smart to say, brother. You have a peace, okay? Thank you. Thank you, hermano. Let's go to Moses. Come on in, Moses. Good morning, hermano. Como estas? Buenos dias, mi hermana. Como estas? Talk to me. Bien, bien, muy bien. Okay, let me agree with Augie. Oh, um, what we don't see is that, number one, the people, the Hispanics are not stupid, as we think. They feel the pain that, that, that Greg Abbott is putting on them in the river. They feel the pain that Donald Trump and his insults over those years have been putting on them. They feel the pain. And yes, Trump with Univision is exactly as his color is, yellow. 
hiding behind unipizans to fish the Hispanics out of the pain of the of the dead families in the rivers and in the desert. Why do you think the runoff there's there was is a runoff between Sheila and um who's the other guy? Uh wh- Whitmer. Whitmer. What with my why do you think the votes were so close that they had to be a runoff? So you know, we need to have eyes to see and ears to hear and understand. The Hispanics are not that stupid. They know the pain that they are feeling. They know where that pain is coming from. And when it comes time to voting, you will be surprised that they will, like, like you said, you are from, you are from, you are from, um, from Venezuela. Yeah, I'm Latino. Yeah, I am Latino. But let me, let me, let me just say this. Let me finish. They will yes, feel I'm that, sorry. That, that they will feel that complete historical and present pain that the Republicans have put on them over and over again up to this time. Right. Mm-hmm. Are you done, Moses? Can I talk now? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What are Thank you, you ma'am. Uh-huh. I, I appreciate that. Now, Moses, here's the deal. Um, uh, the, I listen to all the commercials in Spanish, both on TikTok, on the radio, on, on TV. And let me tell you, while they are misleading, they're effective. And just like I don't, I don't look at the Fox News voter, the, the, the guy from the Midwest. Or, you know, a lot of us like to call these people stupid. They're not. They're misinformed, ill-informed, right. etc. And, mm-hmm. and that is mm-hmm. what is occurring with the Latino community with Univision and a lot of the ads that I hear on Spanish TV, on Spanish radio and mm-hmm. on Spanish TikTok. So I agree with you that Latinos aren't stupid. Black folk aren't stupid. None of these folk, white folks aren't stupid. But but your mind can be misled, especially in a system where we're all working so damn hard to survive. That's all I'm saying, Moses. Well, that's why I'm saying the thing is, while they are hearing all of those ads and all of this, this the other mm. ones going, they don't have a job. Mm. The other ones, and whom are they seeing? Despite of what they are hearing in the, the, the ads, whose face are they seeing? Whose face are they seeing taking their job? Whose face are they calling? Who, whose mm-hmm. face are they seeing putting them way back? Whose mm-hmm. face are they seeing? They are seeing the face of the man who is scratching their skin and they are saying to themselves, okay, you are saying all of these things. And then they are saying, usted muy, muy maldito. Because oh, you said, know the word. Listen to you. <laughs> ah, muy bien. They are saying okay. all of these things. But then when you look to see whose face you are seeing scratching your face and they are saying, okay, you all say this, you all say that, but look at what you all are doing to us. Hey, I hear you, Moses. And look, I, I, I need to take what. Go ahead, real quick. I have one more call to take. Go ahead. And that's basically what I'm going to say. Let us okay. watch and see, because wickedness does not have, have does not have profit. Okay. There's no profit in them. Thank you, Moses. Um, I got to okay, go, Moses. It. One more call. Thank you. You have a wonderful day, Neil. Uh, you want to respond real quick before I go to Brian? Like ten, 10 seconds. Take, no, take the next call, please. Okay, Brian, come on in. Yeah. Okay. Yesterday, I talked about uh, 50 illegal aliens that uh, 
ended up in Martha's Vineyard and you said that was a lie? No, I didn't say that was a lie. I said the, the response you spoke no, you about did. was a lie. No, you said that was a lie. I tell you what, make your point because you got 30 seconds, my friend. Please make your point. This is not a childish program. Okay. Go ahead and make your point. Yes. Eric Adams wants $4 billion for 170,000 illegal aliens. $4 billion. Uh, you know, where are we going to get this money, man? Uh, I guess That's you should point. learn. Okay, Brian, thank you very much. You need to learn it's economics crazy. 101. You need to learn economics 101. I'll tell you that on the, in the next show. So call in early tomorrow. We'll talk about how money is created and distributed. Economic, yeah, I'll give you an economics 101 class. Thank you so kindly for calling. Hey, uh, give me a closer real quick, uh, uh, Neil, before I jump to, uh, to Jack. Uh, Eric Adams is how Trumpism enters the Democratic Party. Early voting is no November 27th to December 5th. Election day is December 9th for our Houston city election. Share that word with others. The Houston Democracy Project, the Houston Democracy Project. Google it. You can read about the Houston midterms on the Houston Democracy Project. Thank you so kind. Give me a closer, Jack. Uh, Kathy called and said that the Latinos think of Donald Trump as Daddy Trump because of all the stimulus checks they got. <laughs> well, I tell you what, we'll talk about that the next show because we got to go now. Anyway, folks, my name is Egberto Willis. I want to thank Jack. I want to thank Neil Aquino. I want to thank all of my callers for a great conversation. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.